All right, everybody, welcome to episode 18 of Top Bin Talks. I am presented by FTF Canada. I am one of your co-hosts, Adam Jones, joined as always by Mr. Kwame Owua. Kwame, how's it going, buddy? Going great. It seems like every time I'm like, yo, I'm back in Toronto, people are probably like, yo, this guy's always back home. Um, but hey, anytime I have a chance to come home, because now that I live closer, I'm going to take the opportunity. But yeah, I'm here to, for a surprise uh, going away party for my cousin. So that's that's a blast. And the weather is nice. Um, enjoying it, bro. No finally complaints. summer, buddy. It's finally getting to that point. Like over here yeah. too in Vancouver, it's nice, sunny, it's hot. I'm just super thankful I'm not playing because I fucking hate playing in the heat. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. It's just really? I, I prefer the rain. I love the rain. I love playing in something that's a little bit cooler in the rain. I, I don't know. I just this guy, this guy's a real West Coast guy. I thought you were gonna say I love playing in the winter. I hate playing in the cold, bro. Yeah, but I our cold is like five or six degrees. Like that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but like I remember when I was at Vancouver and like obviously preseasons in January, and uh, people were like, "Yo, wearing pants, rain jacket." I'm like, "Bro, y'all are I'm wearing shorts and just like the quarter zip." I'm like, "Bro, we chilling, man." Like it's not, it's bro. I'm playing in the winter. I hate having my feet cold. That's the thing. Like it just, I rather be hot and pace myself than be freezing because you're just uncomfortable all the time. I get that. But like, again, like, I think like your, what you think is cold is like, yeah, it's like minus 20, the, 25. The end of the world. On the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that might be the end of the apocalypse. Yeah, like I, I, I don't remember the last time where I really had to like train or play where my feet were frozen. Do you know what I mean? Like, and for, for me, part of it, part of the thing I like is I'm like, I, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll warm up with a rain jacket and pants because mm-hmm. I'm warming up. I can always warm up. I can't cool down though. When it's too hot, like it's, you can't cool you're down. You're just hot. You're just hot it's, all the time. 24 seven. You just sweat. I, I don't know. It's just not for me. I prefer, I prefer like the rain. It's just a little bit cooler. That's just, so I'm kind of lucky that we play mostly yeah. in the rain. <laughs> no wonder you guys are all finesse out there, bro. Y'all have, y'all don't really go through the trenches, bro. Y'all don't go through the trenches out there in the cold, bro. I, one thing I will give you hot games. Like after the game, you have to sit in your locker for like 15, 20 minutes just to cool, like get your body to cool down. You can't even shower right away. You'll just start sweating again. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. There is honestly nothing worse than trying to like get rid of sweat and have to and come out so- and you just start sweating the second you leave the shower. That's actually, that's yeah. one of the worst feelings. <laughs> that is 100%. Honestly. Sometimes I don't even put, like I literally just get out the shower and I, I'll just literally sit there. If I start sweating again, I'm like, I get another tub. All right, I guess we got to do this shit again. Run it back one more time. Just yeah. turn the water off and sit in the tub and just be like, okay, what, what, what are we doing today? Are we sweating? <laughs> Am I turning <laughs> the water back on? <laughs> Look at the tangent that we went on about the weather, the temperature of the game. But, yo, it is facts. The weather is nice. Enjoying it. It just sucks that some people have to play on turf, but, like, it's not yeah. too hot in, in Toronto. It's like 23 degrees, so it's like perfect weather. Yeah, it's yeah. about that's about the same time. That's about the same out here. Um, but yeah. obviously with this turning of the weather, end of the season's coming, Champions League final, we got League Cup finals. Like, fuck, what a time. Uh, this is when – and then I hate when people say that, oh, wow, now like NBA is done, NHL is almost done, European soccer is almost done. Like – and everybody's like, yeah, we're going on that two-month break where, like, nothing's on TV. I'm like, bro, there's still MLS. Like, that's why people disrespect MLS like that. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. But like, you got MLS. You've got CPL. You've got the Women's World Cup coming up. You've got CONCACAF Nations League. you got the Gold Cup. Cup like, yep. I think there's so like, much that's, to watch. That's, 
I think that's the one thing that I do kind of like now that more things are on TV. Cause I think when we were, when, at least when I was young, it always seemed like, well, those leagues are done. Obviously MLS wasn't as big mm. as it is now. Um, but it, you never really knew when the Euros were on or the, mm. or the world cup or Copa America gold cup. Now it seems like it's every single summer. There's some sort of a tournament to watch, which is awesome. And- and honestly, shout out to COVID for that because it forced things to get bunched together because obviously we missed two years in, in most countries of football. So it's like, yo, now we're catching up. So it's like a big major term every year. And now they're seeing the numbers and like the record. And they're like, yo, we might have to do this every year now. Every year, yeah, every two. I hope they don't. Yeah. I like oh. I like how staggered it is and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but um, no, it's, it's awesome. It's going to be a good summer, man. Like mm-hmm. there's tons of football to be played there's tons of football to watch like mm-hmm. and i mean we keep getting these ridiculous storylines man like facts let's oh i know where we can start first let's start out of our from our picks that we picked last week you know the vibes know. <laughs> yeah dog i was like bro these motherfuckers bro so yeah starting from the canadian championship we didn't talk about that game did we uh the canadian championship games no no, we didn't talk about uh, Ford versus Montreal. Just, uh, you know what? Yeah. Taylor, Taylor, two halves, I think. Taylor, two halves. First half, you could tell Ford was on the front foot. Um, Montreal, shout out to their coach for making uh, halftime adjustments. Um, Ford was taking it to them. That Chonier, got to give him a big shout out. He was cooking, big time cooking. And uh, it seemed like Ford should have been up in the first half. I think if they got a goal, it would have been a whole different situation. But then in the second half, it goes to experience, obviously depth of the roster and fitness. Like Forge is what, how many games into this season? Montreal's halfway through. So um, it could have been a lot worse. Tristan Henry, big, big saves. I don't know what he's been on. I'm going to text him. On, like, he's, on he's, one. he's on, on one, one right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's uh, been crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, he seems like he's going to get to everything. Even if he, like, like I mean, they conceded today. Alan Moussi smacked one, and he got he got to it still. And you're like, holy, like, everything. It seems like he's getting a hand on everything right now. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but this guy is, I don't, he's on a man on a mission, bro. So, um, but, yeah, the Montreal game, it was, a, it was an enjoyable game. I was, I, was, I was fixing some furniture while I was watching it. So, past the time, but. Other than that, it was, the result kind of sucks. The big dogs kind of flex their muscles in both games. That's yeah, what it was. You yeah. know, like, it, it does kind of suck because we thought, like, oh, my God, this might be the year that mm-hmm. one, like, someone makes it to the finals on an MLS team. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not, you know, it's what happens. Also, we should give a huge shout-out and, you know, our thoughts are with, uh, hopefully, uh, Ali Ahmed's doing oh, better. He's on, the, he's on the right path to recovery um super freak scary incident too like mm-hmm. one of those one of those ones where it, it wasn't really a bad tackle yeah it was it was a mm-hmm. strong challenge it was a very strong challenge um mm-hmm. but just one of those things where it, it caught like seeing kind of what the diagnosis was with like a concussion and stuff like you're mm-hmm. kind of almost thankful because it looked way worse yeah 100 percent. so and um, I give him a big, a, a, a big shout out and like hopefully wishing him all the best because he's close friends with my my brother. They're the same age, 
So even when I went to go train in Vancouver, like I already knew who he was. And it just sucks just because like, yo, that could have been my brother. I was like, damn, yo, like, you know what I mean? So it was good to see everyone reaching out, everyone like posting them on the, the Instagram. So And it just shows that how many people are paying attention to these games as well. So that was another thing that was nice to see. It just seems, and it also seems like Vancouver, they're developing a new playing style, new system. They're becoming yeah. more possessed, possession oriented. I don't know what changed, <laughs> but something, something must have changed. Personnel change, obviously, but like something must have changed where they're playing to their players' strengths now, which was which I never understood. Because even when I was there, I'm like, yo, there's hella technical players, but why don't they try to like? But I guess movement, the moving around and stuff like that, and just seeing how the system now works better for them. Like how they had what six goals the other game against uh, Houston Dynamo. Yeah, they beat, they smacked Houston on one. Smacked Houston. Yeah. So it's like, it's good to see them turn, like turning a new leaf and even against St. Louis city, they created opportunities, but just couldn't convert and see them play out the back and everything. All that was brand new to me. See, and I was like, damn, you know, like, and St. Louis is a really good high pressing team. So it was like, okay, these guys are the bravery is there. The coaching is there. And you could tell, obviously, in the in the semifinals against Pacific, but Pacific, I seem like it seems like defensively something's just wrong. They're 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 having some high scoring games. Like they can score, but they can't stop people from scoring either. Well, so for I don't, me, the I don't biggest loss is Cali. Yeah, losing Cali is huge. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know if that's sustainable. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's wild. Yeah, no, they they, they they've got to fix something, right? Like, well, who, who else did they lose? Uh, Data Luke went to Ottawa, right? They lost Bustos. I'm saying from the back, though. The you back lose line? Cali. Cali oh, is yeah. a huge Cal, losing yeah. Cali. They haven't replaced him. Yeah, like they haven't. You know, mm-hmm. so you lose Cali. That's a big one. Um, Data Luke's another one because he's now at Atletico, right? Mm-hmm. He played a lot of minutes last year, man. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's back, another yeah. big loss. Um, again, losing McNaughton. Like yeah. they've lost, they've lost some key pieces that were kind of foundational pieces. Even though Baldi, Baldici, was, Baldissimo was there too, lost yeah. to York. Losing uh, Alessandro, yeah, another kind of you yeah. know it's part of that that, that winning team, right? Like the one that yeah. won. When you look at those guys, like it, it is difficult. It's really difficult to replace to to replace guys like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's starting to seem like you know it's the time for other guys to step up. Oh, they lost. Uh, who who was who was their left back last year? Wasn't it Chris Mavinga? No, not no, not Mavinga. What's his name from? He was at Cavalry before that. Oh, the left footer. Oh, yeah. shoot, British man. Uh, Mavilla, Nathan Mavilla. Nathan Mavilla. So Na- yeah. he was there last year. He's gone. Like yeah. they 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 actually have a, had quite a bit of turnover. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they're still so, so they're so early in their season. I think that's the one 100%. thing that we kind of, I think a lot of people, us included, looked at yeah. like, oh, this might be the year for them to upset an MLS team and get to the final. They're right in the yeah. swing of things now. Like it, it sets up for them really well. And I, obviously, we're all thinking that given the form they were in before the tournament. Mm-hmm. But when you have a roster size like that, and. Uh. And you have to take into consideration the Canadian Championship usually doesn't start at this time. It usually starts like in July. Yeah, they've had, well, they've had, they've definitely had to start it earlier because of the League's Cup that the MLS is doing because the MLS teams are in the League's Cup as well. 
that but it's also now you at you're adding international more break. team it's international break but you're also adding more teams more into the team. canadian championship right so you yeah. have to start it earlier to get it actually going because you can't mm-hmm. throw a ton of these games in at a certain point you also have like the other thing is okay we're including league one bc teams well league one bc only goes till july oh shoot i didn't know that see that's so it. that's another wrinkle and okay. that's thrown in there right so it it, it, it i think it's always going to be something that's ever evolving yeah. it always it always will be um but i mean that's just yeah. the way it goes and it kind of starts now at the same time as a lamar on open cup uh, yeah but so, that's what that but that's why I give the CPL. It just sucks because they start their season in April and they got to go play the Canadian championship in May. Like we only have one month of actually match fitness, but like the Lamar hunt, it starts at the same time, but like USL and MLS start at the same time as well. So like it's equal amount of fitness, yeah. whereas like MLS teams in the Canadian championship have a head start. That the reason why, like when I was at Forge and we done well, we played Montreal when we were hitting our peak, hitting our stride. So it was like, hey, they were in the middle of their season and they were doing hello, they were doing really well, but we were clicking too. So it was like, damn, all right, like this is gonna be a match. But like when you have well, the, maybe, when you maybe CPL factors, needs to move yeah. then. CPL needs yeah, to start 100%. earlier then. Like maybe start that. And, well, and then because like you get away because there's been midweek games at times and you're kind of sitting there going, why are you? Why are there midweek fucking games? Why don't why, like why aren't we starting earlier? Like I don't I I still will never quite understand that. Like I get and don't get me wrong I I, I think it's because certain places weather, in Canada yeah. there's a weather there's a weather component to it mm. for sure. Can you play it at, in certain places in Calgary and, in March? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean part part of that's again like I mean we also play in Calgary in November or in October so that's like the same thing yeah. honestly. Um, but I, again, I think I, I, hopefully it's something that you lead to and then mm-hmm. it grows to that because again, in order to be able to do that at those times, it takes more money and more financial yeah. investment, yeah. not just in players, not just in staff, in grounds, people in yeah. investing into the city. Cause a lot, I mean, most of the clubs don't own where they play. Mm-hmm. right so now you have to invest into the city to make sure that these things are playable and if it does snow well what are our procedures how do we get this game off all those types of things right so um you'd hope that it would evolve to something like that where again mm-hmm. you could get to this point and okay mm-hmm. we have equal playing time you know we own stadiums now and you do all that kind of stuff which would be mm-hmm. great sure um but yeah it's it's just like I, you know this is this for me this has probably been the best year of the Canadian championships because the yeah, old group stage of the three MLS teams was stupid. Yeah. Like Every, again, all you, MLS you need, teams get a buy. All MLS. Because. And and again, I understood it because you're like, well, based on the numbers, yeah. You had like one CPL team that got a buy, and then everyone else had to play in. Because I mean, all the Premier League teams get a buy to the third round of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of understand that if you're gonna grow to something stupidly big like that, like MLS teams mm-hmm. and they get a buy. USL teams get a buy in the Lamar Hunt mm-hmm. Open Cup, right? So mm-hmm. you, you understand it to a certain point, but when all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, they get a buy to the semis, you're like, what? What? How does someone get a buy to the one. semifinal? That shit was crazy, bro. You know? So it, it's evolved the right way, which is mm-hmm. a huge start. And then this year, man, we had we've had storylines, and and again, like it, it's ended up like every other domestic cup ends up, man. Like, yeah, it, it really has. It really has like the two, two of the big dogs flex their muscles and they got to the, and they're, and they're at the final, 
What are you gonna do? Yeah, well, not hundred percent. Right. No, I totally, I totally agree. And they deserved it. Like they played the best out of everyone. So yeah, I like it. So yeah. But in other news, um, Toronto FC from fucking almost boiling down, melting over to finally getting a win. That much needed win against DC United. I was like, damn, bro. I was like, the it's so Yo, they needed that. And it's good that they got goals from um their youngins too. So happy for DeAndre Kerr and uh Kosi Thompson, the senior involved in both goals. Um looking more lively in the Toronto games now. Sometimes are you watch, you're like, is this guy you want to be here? But it seems like there's a lot more. And I know we spoke about uh, the fan and Mark Anthony. One thing I did forget to mention was that a megaphone was thrown at Mark Anthony before that engagement. Yeah. It was thrown at him before and then he threw it back. Yeah. He got it back and he threw it on the field again. Yeah, bro. So I seen the video of the one of the guys throwing the megaphone at Mark Anthony. And I think that's how the whole thing started. So, yeah, the fan could kick rocks. <laughs> oh yeah oh i saw yeah, i saw that that happened at the end i saw a video yeah. where they were they he they went over to clap i think and then there was an argument and then at the end he threw it and yeah they were like yeah, what are you doing kid, like that fan could kick rocks yeah go pound For sand sure. yeah 100 percent. like it's yeah, just that like that yeah, like, kind yeah, of behavior yeah. whatever mark so whatever mark anthony said to him yeah he can hold that <laughs> mark anthony for sure whatever you say i don't care what he said at that point if you throw something yeah i'm saying everything with your mother at the end <laughs> well, it's just like it's it's also like the other interaction he has after obviously the story with Bernadeschi and Bradley, and someone like comes up to like walking in and is filming him to get a reaction. Like, what what fucking world do we live in? Where you think that this is like all like you think this is what's gonna get you what TikTok famous? Really? That's where we're that's where we're at. Like you're like imagine someone in your job coming up to do that to you, trying to get you. To get you in trouble with your Wind boss up. or something like that. Like, yeah, are you fucking serious? Crazy. Like, it's crazy, bro. Are we forgetting that they're human beings at their job? Yeah. People don't really. People don't think that we're human beings. They think it's it's actually sad to see. But this is why, like, I understand guys like Draymond Green. I like I know it's NBA, but I understand guys like Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. Like, when Kevin Durant goes on Twitter and claps back, <laughs> I'd be laughing. I'm like, bro. And Damian, Damian, literally, like. Bro, y'all are dumb. Like, you guys are questioning people that do the shit for a living. Like, I would never question a plumber if he was fixing my sink. Like, are you sure that shit goes there? Like, I would leave him to do his job. You're live tweeting it. it, Yeah. You're adding adding it. Like, imagine, like, yo, like, these people are out here acting like dudes is out here not trying. Don't get me wrong. There's people that play soccer that just play for the money or play sports in general that just go there just to hoop that don't really care for the sport and the love of the passion of the sport but you're not going to sit there and say just because you're a fan you love the game more than me like what and you know the game more than i do of course something wrong is going on at tfc but like they're not just sitting there saying like oh i guess it is what it is like my best friend plays there of course i know how angry he is about the results not going their way so that's what's kind of trash but I'm happy that they got they got a result and then they ended up tying again. Fucking hell. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, oh, oh. it's like, damn, bro. They're gonna make they're gonna have the record for the most ties. You know, it's like what eight or nine <laughs> ties now. Like, it's oh crazy. It's funny because they, they don't like as much losses as like some teams in the top half. 
Yeah, but no, they just, just got like they, yeah, they just got like nine ties. It's like yo, when you like, it's, and it's like zero zero ties. It's not like it's like three three. It's like it's like teams just can't score. Yeah, well, I think I I wonder if like the mood would be different if they were three three draws, because 100%, the nil nil is least, just like it's, it seems like it's boring. They're not generating yeah. enough and, and all that. Like they're just not doing enough to even get to score. Especially, yeah. and again, it's all the firepower. It's all the money that they've spent on their on the top end, right? So yeah. it's a lot of stuff like that. But yeah. you if would it was hope- three three. I think if it was like three three draws, I think people would feel a lot different. At least to be like, damn, Brandon Deschke and these guys are firing all cylinders. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like they, they they don't defend, but they score. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like like that's that's what the reaction would be. Um, but like, I mean, out of this whole situation, I would I I'm kind of just hopeful that people are just gonna take this as a lesson and learning from it. Cause it's kind of fucking ridiculous now. Like all this yeah. stuff comes out, like they're dealing with something internally. I get that we report on it because that's a huge industry. Okay. We reported on it. Great. That's it. Fans don't need to come up now and start filming players trying to get reactions. Like you're th- trying to throw this guy under the bus with his boss now. Like oh, that's how, how imagine that happening and having to go to work afterwards and be like, oh, okay, great. Now I have to go. I have to genuinely try and go to work and put in my best performance possible. Like when you go to work, do you have a, are you a hundred percent your best every single day? No, you have bad days. Mm-hmm. Like so it, it's just, up. it's, it's the, that, that that's the crazier thing. Like I even saw someone try and do that to JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee went to watch a basketball game and there's footage of the person in front of him filming him and saying stuff to him. And you're like, what are you, and Javel McGee's like, yo, I'm not that, yo, I will slap that shit out of your head. He's like, just sitting there guy. and he's like, I'm, I'm not going to react because if I react, but that's the thing though, if you react, you, you give him exactly what he wants. You know what I mean? And so my thing is, it's like, there's no fear. Like dog, these, this guy's seven foot tall, bro. But that's the problem though. There is no fear because he's filming it. So if he goes, if you've hit me, that's assault. I can sue you. Like that's how fucked up this is though. Because before, and that, like that, like that's the part that it was before where there are no cell phones. Yeah, there we do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to do anything too stupid. It's a human. It's a, it's a human aspect, bro. People just forget about it, bro. I'm telling you. Like now that I, I haven't played for a while, like seeing stuff from the outside in, it's like the stuff that some of the fans say. Even like the most loyal fans, even like people that sit in the suites, like you be hearing what these guys be saying. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I mean, you have no idea what these guys are doing. Like all you know is that. Soccer, you got to kick the ball and score. You have no idea. You have no idea about tactics. You have no idea about the other team. You have no idea of tendencies. You have no idea. So, like, now that I started watching these sports podcasts and, like, basketball, football, like, all that stuff, and like, even when you hear, like, Tom Brady or Manning brothers talk about football, and who calls it um, the old quarterback for the Tony Romo? Like, he be calling plays, and you're like, yo, this dude is – and it makes you appreciate the game a lot more. But these guys, these somebody, I guess in soccer, some of these fans just be like, yo, it's their way or the highway. Granted, in Europe, I understand because, like, there's a lot of culture behind it. Like, some of the teams are built from the city, from the people in the city. But, like, dog, don't try to tell me how to play soccer, bro. No offense. Yeah. yeah no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, I think it's, like, also, I think with regards to, like, football and basketball, because it's so schematic – Mm-hmm. And everything that you do, like Tony Romo can look at how a defense sets up mm-hmm. and go, oh, they're playing this coverage. Because mm-hmm. again, in football, there's only so many coverages you can play. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that, that's a little bit easier, but like the one thing that, again, that I've noticed that I used to do that I've refrained from doing now is when I'm watching a game, almost questioning why, why aren't you pressing or why did you choose to do this rather than this? Because mm-hmm. it's also I, like, I well, just watch, I just watch maybe it He's being told to do like, that was yeah. delicious comment where he goes, I, I listen to pundits tell me I, I don't suit pep because I dribble too much. Even in his city team, I dribble way too much. And he goes, he tells me to hold on to the ball like that. If mm-hmm. Jack Grealish, if, yeah. if, he, if he told me something different and I wasn't doing it, he'd pull me off the pitch. Like exactly. everyone, like the, the clip of Thierry Henry going, I did this and I scored a goal and Pep pulled me off at halftime at Barcelona because he didn't, because I didn't do what he wanted. Like yeah. that's famous yet when Jack Grealish does it, it's like everyone, oh, here we go. Pep's going to pull him off. It was a re- he's fucking doing what he's asking. Like, mm-hmm. so that's like the thing Jack for Grealish's me. Right? Ball retention. See, and people don't understand. Like if you knew Jack Grealish, you would know his ball retention is about a hundred percent. It's the ridiculous. Dude doesn't lose the ball. So and when he why, does, he's typically fouled. He's fouled, yeah. So, it's, yeah, he's like the most fouled person in the world. So, it's like, why would Pep give them, give them the ball? It's literally to slow things down because they're like, yo, there's too much transition. They're like, yo, just hold on to the ball. When you get it, you can – and that's the just thing. Chill. Is when you watch him, though, and when it is up-tempo, he yeah. keeps tempo. He'll speed that's it up. It. Like 100%. he knows, and yeah, you're right. It probably took, and I, I, again, I guess it's probably because he cost a hundred mil and he didn't mm-hmm. hit the ground running fucking new club, new system. And you've got to deal with Pep. That's going to mm-hmm. take time for it. It took everyone time. Anybody. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Anyone that, anyone that went to Man City to play for Pep, it took everyone time. Everyone. So, like, that's the thing is now you look at him, you're like, oh my God. And I mean, we might as well stay on that topic. Mm-hmm. It was the FA Cup final today. <laughs> Oh man, city! Every goal single time in, the ball popped in, up, what thirty-six seconds or forty-seven, some shit like that. <laughs> every single time the ball just popped up, I went, "Gonna win, might as well shoot." I don't care where he is on the pitch; it's gonna go in. It's gonna fly in the top corner or something. Yeah. Like that first goal was absolutely outrageous. Don't get me wrong; it's not great defending he's by Lindelof. Lindelof got it recently too. Dude, he's so good. He he's too, so bro. fucking good. Yeah, he, he's unbelievable. I do think Lindelof could have done a lot better. Him and Fred. Fred kind of let the ball bounce and let De Bruyne get a run on it and to challenge Lindelof. But you can't fucking leave the ball there. You, you just can't. Like that's so crazy. You can't. But it's like you're also not expecting fucking going to fucking strike. It's like, it doesn't oh. not, But that's just so as a defender. Like, that's cardinal sin, though. You don't head the ball there. Hundred percent. Like but, if you do, damn. it's you're clearing it. You're not dropping it down. And then the strike the strike is just it's world class. Yeah, it is what it is. Because like if he did it and and it landed to De Bruyne and De Bruyne scored that, you would be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like De Bruyne's right there. But like even though it's Gundo, you're like, yo, Gundo usually isn't doing something like that, bro. He's bringing that shit down. This guy said, mm, it's the first minute of the game. Why not? Boom. I said, God damn. I'm like, yo, do I really want to watch this game? That's what I want. Like, if they're scoring this quick, no, that's what I said. I went, I went. Oh my god! Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I, I started instantly going. They've got to keep it within three. (laughs) Like, Like, there's no way. I'm like, they're scoring this easy. This might be a run out, bro. Yeah. But granted, to Man U, kept themselves in the game, got the penalty, which mm, is a harsh penalty. I, I think think it's a little harsh. I do. I, 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 I personally do. I just think his, his arm. 
his arms out, he does make himself bigger, but it's pretty close. Like I, it sucks. I don't, I don't really think it's a pen. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, like Fred could have very easily given away a pen to De Bruyne. <laughs> like it's, I think they're both, I think they're both on that line where if it's called, it's not coming back. And mm-hmm. I get why I get why VR VAR didn't just say no, this is a stone cold penalty. Like they're like, mm-hmm. you should go to the monitor. Mm-hmm. And then the referee. And the one thing I gotta say, this is this is a huge shout out because I know they get a ton of grief. Mm-hmm. Is the amount of time the linesmen are right. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's actually and incredible. They got some supervision, bro. <laughs> how you call them shit from it's like yo are you wild, hearing bro. the ball being struck as you're looking across the line like it is fucking insanity yeah. it is genuinely yeah. insanity and again stay on this topic anthony taylor getting abused by roma fans, by fans yeah like and he had a, mean, just like for the players bro fans need to chill yo like i understand like how do you lose all your like Sad, like your humanity, like you know what I mean. We just turn, we just turn into mongrels if something doesn't go our way. Like that's wild, bro. Like the penalties, depend, like yo, if you come off your line, you come off your line, bro. It's not. It's the fucking that's rule. It. That's the rule. Like yo, you getting mad at the ref for calling the rule? Like yo. And the craziest you, thing too, the craziest thing is that your goalkeeper. The clip that's, <laughs> but the clip that's going viral right now is Jersey Dudek against AC Milan where he's walking six yards up and when they didn't call it and you're like, yeah, all of those, every single save he made against AC Milan in that shootout would have got called back. hundred percent. And you're 100%. like, hundred percent. that's the clip that's going viral. And then when it happens, I think the bigger thing was, um, were, were the other penalty shows. I mean, that was the bigger thing because Roman mm-hmm. did have one where again, mm-hmm. he was kind of far away. It hits his hand. His hand's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's tight, but it's, I don't it, know. I honestly, if you let it go to penalties, then you can't you can't complain because at that point, like it's 50-50. Anything can happen. And bro, if you lose in penalties, you lose the penalties. You win, you're happy. So if you yeah. let it, if you you had 120 minutes for you to win the game, bro. I'm not don't 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 make no excuses, dog. That's why if I when I'm even when I went to penalties with Montreal, my like, bro, we win, we win. If we lose, that's like yo, we had opportunities during the game to win this game. So yeah. it's our fault it went this far. Yeah, no, <laughs> literally. And actually, the one the one thing that I, I I absolutely love that you said was like, how have we lost our humanity? It's not it's not even it's not sanity. It's just yeah. our humanity, humanity. of like, looking at someone doing, else as a human bro? being. Like, it's, like, imagine how much pressure the man was already feeling. He can't even travel home with his family. Like he's with his family, he's with his wife like, and kids. Like if you caught yeah, if you caught him on his ones, <laughs> like okay, I would have been like, damn, he's Italian. I'll still be like, yo, you guys are fucked. But, like, yo, dog, y'all couldn't even get, like, run the man any type of, like, or anything while he was with, like, y'all just still trying to attack him. I'm like, bro. Like, even in the olden days, like, mafia man's with you, like, yo, no women or children. Like, if he's with his family, like, yo, we'll let you slide today because you're with your wife and kids. But next time you're by yourself, we're like, dog, he's like, I don't know. People are just losing their minds. I don't know if it was COVID. He's just stuck in the house for too long and then forgot how to act in public. But that shit is crazy to me, bro. Do- I mean, shit. it still doesn't help when your manager is doing it too in the car park afterwards. Like oh, Mourinho's got to, Mourinho needs to get a massive fine and suspension mm-hmm. for that. He needs. I'm he, sure he. Like, I'm sure he will though. He he has to because that's sure ridiculous. 
Because again, sure. like that's that's emboldening the fans to do it, right? Like yeah. it's it don't get me wrong, it's not fit. He he didn't run up and try and do it like mm-hmm. what they did, but mm-hmm. he got caught on camera doing it. Yeah, no. like he was cursing him out. He he gave he gave one of the Roma fans his his Europa medal. But you have to give credit, Yos. I thought I knew Seville was gonna win that. They just always win the Europa. You can't do anything about it. The they last ten good, years man. they've won seven times. So you can't do anything about it. Them do this this Seville league, bro. You can't do anything about it. Whenever they go to Europa, they go to Champions League. They get a hard ass group. They go to Europa, win that shit, come back to Champions League, bro. Like they rather not even finish top four in in La, La Liga. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier for them to win Europa than finish top four in that league. Them dudes is different, bro. I don't know. That's that's a severe league. You got it's, seven it's of honestly, those, it's insane. Seven of those things, bro. Real Madrid of Europa, bro. It's insane. It's crazy. They're crazy. That's crazy. I have to give them credit. I, like, I, I just knew for somebody else. There's no reason. Like, history, like, re- repeats itself, bro. <laughs> like, they're gonna win again. Like I, Roma was winning. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah!" Like Mourinho's about to win another European title. Like Doc, maybe that's why he was mad too. Because all the like the headlines were like, "Yo, Mourinho." Oh well, he he's he's under pressure too, man. Like he, again, he's a human being. He fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, are they in the Champions League spot in, in Italian Syria? Roma? No. Yeah. No. Oh, oh you know what? I they think they are because you because you lost. Yeah. They had their points deduction, then they got that yeah. reversed, and then they got reversed again. <laughs> oh, these guys are scammers, bro. Hey, another another big shout out, Alfonso Davies, the one in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Dortmund fucking it. like Arsenal. Dortmund and Arsenal are the same people, bro. They just produce good players. <laughs> They're just production companies, bro. Look at the people that have come from Dortmund, yo. It's- it's it, that was that was kind of the nicest thing because obviously on that day you don't have anything at the prem at the top because city have already locked it in but to have that start for Dortmund and then for Bayern Musiala to win it in the 89th oh that's crazy oh my god I was like yo there's no way like it was the 85th minute I remember I was doing my workout and my GM comes to me he's like yo like yo uh Bayern's tied 1-1 so like even if Dortmund loses like they still win so Dorman fans are hype. I'm like, bro, you think Bayern's really not gonna throw the kitchen sink? <laughs> At this, he like they're gonna throw everyone up top. They're scoring, bro. There's no way they're not scoring. 89th minute, and I don't know what happened with Jude Bellingham. I don't know if he's coming off an injury, why he didn't start that game or anything like that. But I watched the goals Borussia Dortmund conceded and the penalty they missed. They didn't deserve to win that game at that. The last game, no. nah, didn't no. felt bad for Gio Reyna though. That's the homie, because he came in two assists in like five minutes. But yeah, they didn't deserve it. But it was it was nice to see that like there was, someone was competing with Bayern. PSG already won their shit. Barca cleared the La Liga table. Yeah, well, at least at least the the City race went down to the wire. Uh, at least yeah. later in the season, it later wasn't season. like the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. Napoli winning this year was another Period. unbelievable storyline, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, this obviously, year has really been dope with yeah. storylines. Like, and then look at the really? relegation fight in England. Oh yeah, Leicester, bro. I can't Everton, Leicester. Everton's find a way, man. They find a way. I watched the game too, and it wasn't like they sat back there on the front foot the whole time. Yeah. They deserved to win. They did. Uh, Jordan Pickford came up sucked. with an absolutely massive save. 
But it just sucks because, like, yo, you look at that Leicester team, bro, that's going down. And Leeds, sorry to my boy Jack Harrison, of course. Feel bad for you as well. But if you look at that Leicester team, <laughs> Tillemans, James Madison, Cardo Pereira, um, is Schmeichel still in it, right? No. No, he left. He left to yeah. Fulham, right? But you have yeah. Harvey Barnes. Jamie Harvey Vardy. Barnes. Jamie Vardy's probably the only one that's going to stay. All those other guys are gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. And actually, like, indeed, he's gone. Indeed, he's gone. Like, yeah. Tillemans is gone. Tillemans at the end of his contract. Yeah. James Madison, for sure, gone. He's class, he man. Class. Um, I, I think, no like, no one talks about him. He's better than Mason Mount. I hate when people try to tell me that. Bro, <laughs> if you put James Madison on a better team, he's right. Look at the numbers oh, yeah. he puts up for Leicester. And I feel bad for James Ward Prowse too. Southampton. Southampton's another one. Yeah. And and it it is kind of funny though. Like again, I it's, people talk about like Brighton and Brentford right now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you guys are like two bad sign. You're you're two play you lose all your best players. You literally two bad signings away from that potentially happening. Those signings don't work out. Like, yeah, that's what the prem is now, man. Like, it is unforgiving and relentless. It is like yeah. I, I still, I think back at, uh, I think back to some of those Southampton teams where you had Jan Vertonghen, Toby Alderweireld, Virgil Van Dyke, Nathaniel Klein, Mane. Mane, Graziano Pella was up top. Oh, Jay Rodriguez, Jay Rodriguez was in the England team. Yeah, Morgan Schneiderlin. Schneiderlin, like they were. Dog. They were so and you good. Just, and you, and you just and, but like the thing is, it's like yo, when these guys, when those big teams come at be like, yo, take 60 million, you're like, bro, you both look at each other as like <laughs> dude, look, look at Lester, Riyad Mahrez, yeah. and Conte and Golo Conte. Andy Drinkwater, fucking um Albrighton, like Mark, might as well yeah. to Chelsea, yeah. Christian Fuchs. Christian Fuchs, these guys just disappeared. They're like, yo. That's what happens, but like that's what I mean. Like, but like Brighton and these other clubs, where it's just see what they're doing. They like that. That's that's almost the trajectory because they have to rely. Are they going to find another Alexis McAllister? Matoma, what a player he is! No, that like, is different. Like you just look at these signs, and you're like, they've done an unbelievable job of finding these players. It's incredible, hundred percent. But if 100%. they don't work, because they're that's the biggest difference between those clubs and a Man United or a City, where Jack mm-hmm. Grealish is 100 million pounds and he can sit mm-hmm. and rot on the bench for a whole year learning mm-hmm. the system. They can't afford for him to do that for any mm-hmm. for another club, right? So like that's that's the trick and that's the bind that they're in, and that's why it's so cutthroat. But mm-hmm. man, oh man, like honestly, on the last day to have three three different clubs fighting to try and get out. It's finally like it's just some entertainment man like yeah 100% and they're all good teams too you know back in the day like when it was like those three those three teams trying to fight for relegation like they played terrible football but all those teams actually are really good so you're like Damn. oh yeah you're like, yeah, like they, they might come up play, next year they yeah, might they they actually play really good football like Leicester plays good football Leeds plays good football like it's, Southampton plays really good. like so it's like damn <laughs> like you guys went out swinging but it was it's just that's just how much that's how much better the Premier League got. Like teams like Brighton and Brentford are like, nah. I've been Tony been suspended since halfway through the season, still like top three in goals. Oh, he only missed he 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 <laughs> he only missed like four games, man. At the end. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he played the rest of the year. No, I, I feel like yeah, I feel like that guy hasn't even been there. Maybe 
the suspension came at the end of the year. That's when they yeah. ruled on it. He was accused before the England camp when I thought I was like, he's the one you take. He's got to be, he has to go to the World Cup. Has to. Yeah. And then he didn't take him. I was they like, took what, Wilson. what an idiot, all stuff. And then that story comes out. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, Southgate really dodged a bullet there. Cause that would have been, oh, think about the headlines coming out. Mm. Be taking them. Yikes. 100%. Oh, I have a question. Yeah. Do you give more credit? To Erling Holland scoring 36 goals with Man City or 30 go- or Harry Kane scoring 30 goals with this Tottenham team. Do I give more credit? Like what's 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 hold, what what holds? Like what's more like <laughs> No. I don't know, bro. You know you know what? Like, you know what I'll, I'll I say like I think if- I think based on the way the year went, Holland was full value, man. He had to score those goals if City. If he's not there, City don't win the league potentially. You know, he also got taken off think? a lot. He didn't play every minute like Kane did. So think about how many goals he could have scored yeah, if he gets left. Yeah, in the game. Kane doesn't come off the pitch. Doesn't matter if he's got four goals. Was, was, was Tottenham in Champions League this year? No, Europa Conference. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like. They had to rotate, man. City had to rotate the squad, first of all, because they can't. Secondly, because, like, they got Holland for the Champions League. So I understand that. I think that if Holland wasn't there, City wouldn't be where they are in the Champions League. But I still think they win the league. I don't. I, I still I think don't. they win. If they, let's say, who did they have last year? Who did they have before Holland? Gabriel Jesus. But they Gabriel Jesus. And Aguero. They had Kun okay. Aguero. So yeah. Julian Alvarez isn't him yet. So yeah. uh, if but I'm now, saying but I'm saying Holland if they had doesn't the players go that they have, and they have Harry Kane, they win the league. Yeah, I think if they have like a solid nine, and by solid all I mean I mean like of course like a top ten, top fifteen nine, then like I still think they win the league. But I don't think they get as far in Champions League because they put so much yeah. emphasis on Champions League that like. Harry Kim bagging 30 goals with his trash-ass Tottenham team, bro, is wild, Everyone says bro. they're trash. They're not even trash. I just don't think they're trash. that good of a team. They're just not a trash. good team. His, like, I just I, – because his, like, really backpacks a team. That's what I mean. It's like, dog. It's like his way. They're finishing, like, in – they finish, what, seventh or eighth or something like that? Something like that. Sad. Bro. Seventh. Seven, yeah, Brighton, bro, I think. Came if he doesn't, no, Harry Kane, bro, they are in like the regular relegation battle, bro. This yeah, guy that was sick. Chelsea, they're bottom of the half with Chelsea. He, bottom he, half of Chelsea, he's, he's sorry, Harry, Kane, him, Harry Kane's coming to United. I don't care where he goes, he needs to leave Tottenham. He has to, has to, he's gotta go, he's gotta go. He should have left, he should have left two years ago. When they he fired Pochettino, go. he should have said, Yeah, all right, yo. <laughs> he said, when they fired, bro, bagging 30 goals. And these guys is like, yo, you guys are some ass. He's like, I'm taking free kicks. I'm doing everything. Son missing breakaways. Like, yo, full-on breakaways, like NHL breakaways. Human song. I'm like, what's going on with this team, yo? Richarlison scored two goals in, like, 30 games. Scored more goals at the World Cup. Bro, he's looking at Richarlison. He's like, are you serious right now? He's like, you send you back to Everton, bro. <laughs> God damn, yeah. That's how I was just going to because I seen that on, on Twitter. And I was yeah. like, yo, that's a great question. Like, what? Wait, like, it's almost like how Dirk Nowinski won the NBA championship <laughs> but 2011 against the Monsters, the LeBron. It's like, damn, 
that ring weighs a lot heavier than, <laughs> yeah a lot of other rings but for sure yeah that's what I was well that's like the uh that that's one and then the other one too is so funny because obviously with city potentially winning a treble even though i think it'll get redacted in three years when this investigation finalizes um <laughs> looking backward like uh, obviously everyone's trying to compare the united squad to this one the amount of people that forget who played world football in the late nineties, early two thousands is fucking mind blowing. Like people like this is an, this is something honest that I heard was like, Oh, you have to have Kyle Walker instead of Gary Neville at right back because Walker pocketed Vinicius and Mbappe this year. And you're like, Gary Neville played against Luis Figo, Zidane, Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Like you start listing off the footballers that he played against where you're like, mm-hmm. he was actually world-class for like, mm-hmm six or seven years mm-hmm. kyle walker's never been a world fullback and t- like and t- probably his last kyle walker the last three years with city i'll be like i never thought like, it's weird because i think he's really good but i wouldn't say he's, he's world class no i agree I would, because yeah. it's on the on there's the something ball, there's, right? there's on yeah the there's something there. about he's it there he's not there on the ball defensively oh yeah, phenomenal. defensively, I'm like, yeah, this guy's the best defensive right back. Like, phenomenal. But it's, it's that's like, why he it, starts with England. That's the only reason you have to play the man in England. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you have to. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, I look at that, and that's why I was like, yeah, you play France, you play Spain, you play teams. Trent's not playing. Reese James ain't playing. You got. You have they'll, to play. They'll get him. their boot. They'll get their boot to. smoked. You have but to. Like, play that's, Kyle Walker, like that's the craziest thing. And my, my favorite, my favorite piece of content around that so far has been uh, with Micah Richards, Jill Scott, and then Neville and Keane, where they tried to make yeah. a combined eleven. Yeah. And it's it's true, man. Like, again, you can't. You look at the different philosophies, different style. But again, if you play, if you have that that United team now with the rules now, that's a little bit different. This City team. Can you imagine Kevin De Bruyne trying to run away, run away from Roy Keane and what Keane could get away with back then for a tackle? Jack Grealish going down as easy as he does? That shit doesn't – like, that wouldn't have been a foul. Gary Neville wouldn't have been called for fouls in that game. No. Like, it's kind of way – and again, like, you look at that. There's not many players in the current City team that would break into that one. Uh, Katie, Kate, mm, Kevin De Bruyne would. De Bruyne would. You'd probably go. Uh, honestly, you'd probably end up playing three. You have Roy Keane, Paul Scholes, Kevin De Bruyne. Honestly, like you would. You'd probably have yeah. Holland up top. Mm, I don't know, but I don't know if you have over Holland Andy Cole. It's it's oh, probably you're talking, Andy you're Cole. talking about you're talking about the two thousand treble team. No, ninety nine. 99 okay yeah like with, with soldier and them i was did man you not win the treble when ronaldo was there nope they won the double oh okay. that's it that's another one though because i know they they did like an all-time premier league 11 oh wasn't and there so then that 1999 beckham was there no bex Giggs, andy cole dwight york solskjaer teddy sharingham paul schools roy Keane, yap stam gary neville dennis Irwin, peter schmeichel was in goal yeah it might just be kdb in holland Probably, and the other one I would probably throw in is Ruben Diaz. I don't know if he's better than Yapstam. No, Yapstam and Ruben Diaz uh, would be Ruben the two. Diaz. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it, Ronnie Onsen wasn't quite. It, Ruben yeah. Diaz is. I, I rate him so highly. But like you who look at left, that one. Who was the left? Who was the left back for Man at that time? Dennis Irwin. Mm. 
Man City don't really have a left back. Yeah, I know. They don't have a left back. Nathan Ake. Ake's played there. Those are center backs. same thing, right? But, like, that's just, like, it's – you you look at that team when you actually go back and you look at the, again like that was the original Galacticos for being formed Inter mm. you look Maldini you look at the AC Milan team that they had back then mm. like, I think just people don't understand what football again was it as fast as it is mm. as it is now no mm-hmm. there's partly reason for that because if you mm-hmm. moved that quick you got kicked really fucking hard mm-hmm. and it wasn't a foul because <laughs> yeah, he ended me. up touching the ball. He got dudes the ball was, at the end of the tackle, yeah, not before. Dudes was telling you to, dudes was telling you to slow down with a kick. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? Boom. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like it's it's one of those arguments that again, it's it's fun to have, but when you actually line it up, you're like, let's be yeah. somewhat. And again, Rod- Rodri's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I feel like it just depends on what rules you're playing with and like what terrain you're playing on because the fields are not as nice back then. And then as they are, which now. probably slowed the game down a lot, right? Like, yeah. it's not like they couldn't run back then. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was the argument. Someone, I, I think it was actually Marcus who brought this up. It was like mm-hmm. David Beckham, David Beckham wouldn't, wouldn't be a wouldn't, would never be a winger these days. And you're like, are you, are you serious? The guy was putting mm-hmm. up stupid stats back then. He'd probably, mm-hmm. like, he might be a center midfielder or a fullback based on the way he played back then. Mm-hmm. But have you not seen? The guy cross a ball? Yeah. David Beckham would be one of the greatest wingbacks if he, he if he was in he, today's game. He, he, if, he if he was be, in right? today's game, yeah, he'll be in a three-five-two. Why wow, right wing back? Yo, this guy would be dangerous. So but to sit there, <laughs> but I, I think I think we still get caught up in the idea that well, a winger now has to be has to beat players one v one like Salah and stuff no. like that. And you're like, no, they don't. Mm-mm. Think about him a right like. You now give him more license to go forward. He has less defensive responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Ryan Giggs was fucking rapid too. You knew he was Giggs, he, Giggs he was wasn't unbelievable. You was, was unbelievable. He wasn't catching. He wasn't catching that white man. I'm like that. He was bail before bail. Oh yeah, yeah. Literally, he was bail before bail, yo. And then bail just got some more muscle on him, <laughs> and then bail bail just turned into a better goal scorer. More of a yeah, goal scorer probably. Than Giggs. Giggs was Giggs wasn't a goal scorer, but then Giggs score goal, reinvented like, his career and ended up as a center midfielder. And he made, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, bro. I don't know. That's kind of tough. I seen um this Man City team for sure. I don't even know this Man City team is not even my favorite Man City team. To be honest, I've never had a favorite Man City team. I hate all. Obviously, of them. yeah, but I mean, but like, I do like watching them play. I do like watching. I like watching them play, but like, based on personnel, even though they have Holland and stuff like that, it's not my favorite Man City team. I think my favorite City team was when they had Son, uh, Leroy Sane. Oh, that, Sterling, that was yeah, early, that one. Was, that was early like, when they got a like when they got a hundred points, hundred points, something like that. Yeah. yeah, that squad was. Crazy. You know what? That, that was hundred percent my favorite because you had. Yeah. One of my favorite players in the Premier League ever, David Silva. David Silva, yeah, them dudes was absurd, cold, bro. Absurd, dudes was cold. Fernandinho, that 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 Man City team was was my favorite team. They was knocking the rock when Pep came. I was like, nah, David Silva's a magician. Oh, he's un- he, yeah, he's incredible, man. He was incredible. Yeah. Um, have you been following the U twenty World Cup? Not so much. I haven't really been oh. able to jump in. I have to give a public service announcement. Yo, Nigeria, any other African countries, bro, y'all need to stop lying, bro. 
These dudes is not under 20, bro. <laughs> They're grown-ass men out there, dog. Oh, my God. It's not possible, fam. Like, yo, these guys are, I mean, I'm from Ghana, too. I'm 27, and I look like I'm 12. So imagine. Like, bro, we need to stop doing this, dog. These guys are just running through the tables every time in these youth tournaments. It's like, bro, this don't make no sense, yo. But shout no, out to the though? U.S. The U.S. is doing pretty well. They play a um, – they have a tough game. They play – it's a big game, too. I forget. Here, I'll pull it up. Yeah. I forget it's, who they play. You but. know what, though? If, if, they're, if they're caught with that, the age thing, they usually get caught. And I think now they go through – they have bone scans. It's one of the ways they Yo. caught them a bunch. Is yeah, 100%. Bro, I know because yo, know, you think my you think my grand grandparents know how old they are, bro? Do <laughs> uh, you think it's just be making that shit up, dog? <laughs> be making that shit up, bro. Give you guys oh a birth God. certificate, bro. There wasn't uh, no they... birth certificates like that in Africa in nineteen twenties, bro. Nineteen fucking thirties. Come on, man. Yo, here, hold that. You look. Mm. <laughs> It's like it's from the bench warmers, or it's just like a piece of paper that says I am 12 with a $20 bill. Yeah. You're like, and yeah, literally. Uh, they play Uruguay, yeah. See, that's the tough game. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Uruguay, you, you, those South American teams, you 20 teams are usually really good, but um, yeah, I haven't really been following too much, only see it here and there. But U20 World Cup, uh, CONCACAF Women's U20 that just passed, Canada lost to Mexico in the semifinals. Or is he 20 or is he 17? Did they lose to, did they, did they lose to yeah, Mexico? Yeah, they lost to Mexico 2-1. I'm not going to lie. And that, and that's they bad. are catching up. Then that's bad. It's not the, bad that they're catching up. It's bad that we're not further up. along. Like, we're not going. Yeah. It's, it's bad that we're not like pacing ourselves ahead. Especially with yeah. our technology and all that stuff and like what the women's team has done, what our men's team has done. Like, our grassroots should be, like, balling. Like, if we lose to the U.S., okay, but we shouldn't be losing to no one else. To lose to, like, again – oh, no, I, I'm right there with you. And that's one of those things that we that we need to seriously take a look at, especially with mm-hmm. everything coming. Uh, of course, like, there's going to be so many opportunities. There's going to be so much funding, money coming in. Like, mm-hmm. it needs to be allocated properly. It has to be mm-hmm. because this is, like, on the women's side – this mm-hmm. is scary, man, how quickly everyone else is catching up. And the women's game, the European women's game. That one you're nice. never going to catch. You're yeah, never going to catch that it, one again. It's nice to watch, though. It is. Like, no, it's like, watching, it's getting so much better, I was watching Barcelona man. women's team, and, like, obviously when England won the Euros for women's, I was like, bro, this shit's rocking. Like, it might be slower, but, like, the – when you look at it, when you stop looking at it from an entertainment perspective, start looking at it like a real soccer player, mm-hmm. like most of us usually do, people always judge women's sports because, like, the entertainment value. But I'm like, bro, like, they're not going to be fucking running, like, Mbappe down, like, dog. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, it's not because they can't, but, like, most of, most of women are not going to be as fast as Mbappe. So it's not going to look as flashy. But, like, yo, these, these girls are nice, bro. I'm like, damn, scoring bangers, like, just to play. I'm like, damn, like, yo, they're cooking. So Canada's got to be careful I, because yeah. the infrastructure out there is becoming better. And, like, down south, they're like, yo, if soccer is the only sport we can fo- focus on, they're going to be able to uh, speed up. 
big so time. I think we need to get more emphasis in the I don't think just a pro league fixes it. I think that paints no. a crack. I think it's a it's a huge step. Mm. That doesn't fix the issue. That doesn't like if the foundation's cracked, mm. building an extra part of the house doesn't help fix that found that crack. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's great, but like, and okay, here we go. That's a that's a huge piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. There's there's still an issue. Um, but the one thing, like the one part of that that conversation that I think I think it merits more thought is the entertainment side of going, okay, we understand that side of it, but how do we help that side of it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is it that we actually need to do to make it more entertaining? You know what I mean? Um, it's, and it's a, it's a hard thing. Like I have an idea of what it could be, but it, <laughs> am I going to get canceled for this? I would No, so, no. I, I think, no, I think it's the same, I have, it's the I have same something thing to say for the entertainment thing. I know what you mean. So I always, I always have to bring it back to basketball because obviously this is going on in WNBA and NBA. They're like, oh, why, why don't women dunk? I don't want to see women dunk. I don't give a damn. Women, all of them are skilled as shit. Oh, their handles are ridiculous. Like, How do, yeah, handles are ridiculous and everything. A lot of people are saying people are starting to watch because the consumers are women, but men will pay for something if women are becoming like more attractive in those fields. So like men are getting like, Oh damn. Like, girl, like usually when you, when you used to watch the WNBA, it used to be like, okay, like most of these girls are tomboys and that, but now that they're using like beauty as a, as a way to attract, like market it, market themselves and stuff like that. More people are paying attention because obviously there's some scumbags that are fucking be like, ah, oh. like, yo, this girl's hot. Let me watch her play basketball. And then when she ends up being nice, you're like, damn, you kind of forget the fact that she's attractive. Like, yo, this girl's actually a baller. The attractiveness is just a plus side. So well, some I people mean, are weird like that. So, but like, that's how some people have been looking at um, marketing the WNBA because people used to be like, oh, like if you play, if you're playing sports as a woman, then you're a guy, which is not a thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess they're just bringing their femininity into the WNBA and making it not comparing it to the nba they're making it their own so i think like women's soccer you just make it your own thing a lot of people are gonna because then it's gonna be too easy to compare but if you do something that's something that same sport but something that's different approach different approach people are gonna be able to separate yeah so like if you're looking at it purely from an entertainment standpoint again like for me i compare it to i i think a pretty good comparison would be something like if you look at women's hockey okay women's hockey doesn't they outlawed hitting yeah it's way more entertaining to watch now and now you're seeing a lot more girls who are a little bit smaller than they were before but they're fast as shit their hands are way better they're more skilled it's a more skilled game than a more physical game when you watch the nhl now with Connor mcdavid and these guys like the things that go on the highlight reel are the skill stuff don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. the physical side you're seeing it in the playoffs now is super Mm -hmm. highly important to Mm -hmm. be able to have both but okay, mm-hmm. it's like, how do you, and the way I've always looked at it is how do you make it aesthetically look the same? 100 meter sprint. Mm-hmm. The men are faster, but when you watch mm-hmm. it, it looks the exact same. Like it 100%. looks the same. Volleyball. Mm-hmm. Volleyball looks, is actually one thing. It's fucking it's, wicked to watch. Yeah. It is wicked to watch. That's one of the sports that looks exactly, men and women don't Here's really the, matter. Yeah. You want to know why though? 
the net's fucking lower for the women. Who cares? It fucking is awesome to watch. Awesome. Yeah. It's wicked. Like, so when you look at that, and that's the thing with, that's part of it for the WNBA. If you want to have dunks, you don't, you're not lowering the net to something absurd. You lower it enough to where now all of a sudden you can aesthetically watch this and be like, look at fucking how high they jump. But I think, I think, I think the, now because Steph Curry obviously changed the game. So like, even in the NBA, dudes that jump on the gym don't be dunk. Like, you don't really be seeing dunks like that. Like, obviously, you see a fast break, you see a dunk. But, like, it wasn't how it was in the back in the day, pick and roll, and a man just like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Now, because everybody's just shooting, they don't need a lower than that anymore because these girls are just, ah, cash. You know what I mean? But back to soccer, like, now you're seeing women's teams that have multiple talented, skilled players mm-hmm. on their team. Back in the day, like, it would be a women's team. Everybody else was just physical. And like you have that one star player, like you yeah. have that Marta, then you have Christine Sinclair, then you had Adwanbeck wasn't that skilled, but I guess he had Adwanbeck. Me a ham, you know what I mean? Every yeah, then you had one person, and everybody else around worked for that one person. Where now yeah. it's like, yo, there's like a left winger, like Tobin Heath for me is like was one of the most skilled female soccer players that I've saw. And I'm like, yo, this girl is all you're doing is step over this, just stuff like that. I don't expect you. To be as fast as Mbappe, but like if you're hitting if you're hitting girls with skill moves and stuff like that, you're not just running past them because you're more physically like yo. Then I'm gonna be like, damn, this this these guys are nice. So but, here, here's my suggestion, and you can talk like on honest opinion. This is my honest yeah. suggestion. You don't make you don't fuck up fuck about with the ball. You don't fuck about with the goal size, any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You just make the field a little bit more narrow and a little bit shorter. So now the spaces in between aren't as Lark. great so look, because so it looks the, like the one thing you faster. talked about exactly there's yeah. so when you look at like striking a ball cross field or when you look at like well we don't expect you to be as fast as mbappe but what if you look as fast as mbappe getting to a byline just because mm-hmm. it's a little like that's where mm-hmm. my thought process went because it was like okay. well, if you do that you don't you're not fucking with the game at all but if you think about it he's played like yankee stadium <laughs> it's almost the same shit you really think about it because Yankee Stadium is a small ass field, so it's like people, men can play over there, and obviously it looks smaller. But you'd be looking at NYCFC, be like, damn, these guys are technical as shit because it's smaller. So I understand what you're saying, but like, yeah, I guess that's that's a great suggestion. I think that's the best suggestion someone's ever had, to be honest. I'm giving you credit for that one. That's Flip actually it. good. That's actually Flip good. That that's, shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good suggestion because I never really thought about it like that because it doesn't. Like, obviously, most fields are what 120 by 80. If that's yeah. the max. But if you put it like one fifteen by, and you don't, and again, you don't, you're not doing it to reduce number of players. It's literally yeah. you just make it so that you, the spacing now all of a sudden spacing within because that's the one thing that I think when you talk to a lot when you listen to Pep and Jurgen Klopp yeah. and they talk they go yeah our spacing wasn't very good today and you were like it looks yeah. so fucking tight on this massive pitch because of how yeah. fast the ball moves how fast they all move and how yeah. important spacing is. Whereas I find when I watch a women's game, I'm like, there's so much, so space. much space. Yeah, too, it almost looks like too much at times. So now if yeah. you make it not noticeably smaller, mm-hmm. but just the pitch is tighter, where now all of a sudden it looks like mm-hmm. it just makes it look faster. Yeah, make, yeah, just, make, make that pitch, make that pitch a 115 by like a 73. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a 72. Just it, oh. enough, like you make it enough. And again, they're. This is, it's not a simple fix because you yeah, need to 100%. actually figure it out. 
well, what yeah. is the proper size that we go down to and, and mm-hmm. making sure to do all this stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's not a, it's definitely not a simple fix. And there's also the whole idea. Well, if you're going to do that, that kind of has to trickle down to yeah. the grassroots stuff. So how do you fix mm-hmm. that and fixing pitches, all of those types of things, right? Like it's, it's mm-hmm. not a simple fix, but from purely an entertainment standpoint, mm-hmm. that's, I that's good. That, that makes that, sense. hundred percent. Um, but like, since so, Women's World Cup is coming up like this. These results from the U20 national team, like, obviously, they're not favorable. So, hopefully, like, because this generation of Canadian women's team is, what, they got six years. I'm I'm taking out Christine Sinclair because, like, she's past the generation. But, like, yeah, talking about, like, Kadisha, Ashley Lawrence, like, what, they got, like, six, six years maybe to, like, 32, 33. You're – Yeah. Hoping for that's, two more World Cups. Yeah, that's what I mean. Out of that, out of that, out of that, the older. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I mean. So, like, if these guys can't even be Mexico that are coming up, like, something's got to change. <laughs> like, it sh- it, I'm, I'm hoping change. that's ringing some alarm bells. Mm-hmm. I mean, then, I hope it's ringing some alarm bells because, again, like, it, obviously, a pro women's league is going to help. It's going to yeah. help more, more players playing, more development. Um, but again, it's still one of those things where I still look at our own thing with our national team right now, where it's like, okay, well, the next evolution for our national team to sh- truly continue to fight and compete is to get more guys at the highest level, which is overseas. 100%. Like, mm-hmm. if we, we want this to be a system where we can build from. So that's the way we have to target this for the women's league as well. Like, unfortunately, right now, if a player is good enough to go play in the NWSL or in Europe, Mm-hmm. fucking get rid of them and let them go do it and push yeah. them to go yeah. do that because that's mm-hmm. going to help the national team and it's also going to free up another spot for another player now who can then hopefully mm-hmm. develop yeah. but it, it's 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 a hard one man yeah. it's a hard one uh, like 100 like it'd be really uh, i really i would really love to have someone kind of come on who's kind of gone through that process to be honest i'd love to hear and listen to listen to that you know what i mean yeah 100 yeah I'm going to see if I can – maybe – does it matter if they're Canadian or American? I'm going to see if I can probably get someone that's on, like, the Washington Spirit national team. I mean, cool. not national team, Washington Spirit and WSL team to see. Yeah, um, Yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Speaking of the national team, obviously the Gold Club's coming in. Herdman said that he was going to bring most likely the same players, but now it seems like he's changing his thoughts on that, which is, I guess – because you have the Nations League, you have the Gold Cup. Like, there's a well, lot I think, going on. I think some of the boys from Europe are getting told you can out. do one or the other. Yeah. I don't think they're allowed to do both. So now all of a sudden, yeah. you know, which do you so, prioritize? Um, I think you definitely – you have a better chance. Uh, I think you have a better chance with the Nations League, to be fair. Yep. I yeah. do not disagree Gold with Cup, that. Tur- tournament, tournament soccer, like a Gold Cup. It's also difficult. hard when it starts. And you're man. traveling. Like the yeah. Gold Cup starts in late mid mid June, like yeah, it's just difficult. It's just difficult. Oh no, it's the end of June. It starts like June twenty fourth. Yeah. It's fucking late, man. There's a, there's late. a lot there's a lot going on this summer. Like a lot with the Women's World Cup, all that stuff. Like there's a lot going on. Leagues Cup, that's part of the MLS. The Gold Cup, like Nations League. Like there's so much shit going on. That's obviously as a player, you want you wish you can play in all of them, but those guys have to be smart, especially the guys that are finishing off their seasons that have played multiple 
games and travel, especially in Gold Cup, traveling to different cities just to play these games. Like, yeah, that shit's miserable. So, I mean, the preliminary roster came out and was it 60 people deep? I'm glad to see Ali Ahmed on it. Some new um, yeah. additions. Um, Aiden Morris from Columbus did not know he was Canadian. <laughs> Had no uh, damn idea. Aiden Morris on there, and there's someone else I thought too. Fuck. There's a guy that can't remember his name now. Can't remember his name now. Yeah, but it's good. I'm happy for those guys. You start, you're starting to see. You're starting to see a bigger picture of players where you're yeah. like, okay, it's not. Which is old. And if you can now increase the number of camps, you're like, okay, well, great. Yeah. Well, for this camp, we're going to bring in all MLS and CPL guys. This camp's yeah. going to be. This is our full camp. We're it's World Cup qualifying. We're not fucking about. Yeah. Here are our big boys. It's it's good. It's good to see that we have a lot of players playing at the high, highest levels. No more unattached guys. I used to hate that when I seen the national team. Well, list. one, I unattached. well, one now. Oh, Daniel just got waived yeah, from. He just got released. East, do, you, do you think he's still going to get Minnesota? You, you think he's going to get called to the national team? I don't think. I don't. Uh, he'd have a, to find I, somewhere to play. Like he can't. He can't yeah, have. Him yeah, you can't. Play, you can't man. do that no more. You yeah, can't do can't that do shit. That. We're, we're like, yeah. are are we? Are we fucking elite or not? I, yeah. I I think what they did for the World Cup, where he was there, he was on this, yeah. he was on this coaching staff, all that stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. If that if that's the role that he plays within that man, like that's such mm-hmm. a key and important role. Bring mm-hmm. him in, hire him, hire him mm-hmm. as a coach. Then, but mm-hmm. no more. Like there's no more fucking. Yeah, you can't waste the roster spot. No, there's there are mm-hmm. too many good players now. It's yeah. one thing if the guys are injured. Mm-hmm. One thing, if that if that's the case, that's completely different. There, there's mm-hmm. that's a variable that's now added to the equation that mm-hmm. then, you know, you can see. But we, yeah, way too many we, good center backs now. We gotta we gotta be beyond that, man. We gotta be yeah. beyond that. If we're trying to build something, those and those guys need fucking reps. Mm-hmm. Younger guys need actual proper mm-hmm. reps. We have we actually have a lot of center backs in Canada now, bro. Well, hybrid now coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Joel's playing Joel. more and more and more. Is the tour playing in Poland? Zats, Zats is getting called yeah. in too, which is awesome. Kamal. Like, come on, Scott Kennedy. Yeah, like, and it, it, it's so Derek Cornelius nice. playing at Malmo. Yeah, it's yeah. it's nice because at first time you're sitting there, you're like, oh my god, who the hell replaces Vittoria? Mm-hmm. But now yeah, you're starting awesome. to see, you're like, okay, here we go. Like Lucas this is, McNyan. They're starting to genuinely build that, right? Like they're building a proper foundation, which is just mm-hmm. it's awesome it's fucking awesome mm-hmm. alistair's killing it in scotland alistair, yeah see i'm happy for those guys bro kyle's killing it in la liga bro oh been like, awesome. this guy's different bro <laughs> been awesome what a guy 100%. it's been awesome but other than that anything else what else we got we got mls games today we got cpl games i mean forge is losing to calvary right now I they uh, yeah or they were I, I think it's one it was my friend it was one nail when we hopped on Mm-hmm. Yes. One one final. One one final. Yeah. Final. Damn. Well done, Forge. Find a way. <laughs> Find a way. That rivalry, man. What that rivalry goes? We we talked about that already, but oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to do picks, All right? So right now, what's the score? Right now, you are you went uh, one and two the first one, and then three and zero. So four and two. Holy. Four and two. I went two and one. I'm three and three. Show. I am three and three. So let what let's do this. So let's go. Not obviously today. Let's go. Or seventh. 
Let's go next week. So the 10th, we've got Minnesota versus Montreal. Toronto versus Nashville. Where's the game? Minnesota. It's in Montreal. Okay. Is it in Montreal? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the White Cats versus Cincinnati. How about Cincy this year? What the fuck? Bro, Lucho, Lucho Acosta is disgusting, bro. When PSG wanted to buy him, that's what I knew. I'm like, yeah, this guy's different, bro. He's actually different. That's he's outrageous. Giving you, he's giving you 15 and 15 a season, bro. You know how crazy 30 goal contributions like that? It's crazy. And he's like 5'2". He's absolutely disgusting. He's another one. He, he, him, Maxi Morales, Giovinco. Maxi Morales. Oh, my God. Max, bro. They're ball retent, bro. These guys do not lose the rock, bro. I'm like, how can you just not knock this guy over? <laughs> bro, playing with Maxi, he's the best five-a-side player I've ever played with in my life. That's saying something considering you were with David Villa and Pierre Lowe. Yeah, bro. Best five-a-side. Bro, Maxi was a – because he was one of those guys that would run all the time. Like, he wasn't – like, yeah, he was a DP, but take the ball from the goalkeeper, pass it, one, two, one, get it, score, come back. Like, yo, he was running, defending. Like crunch, he'll crunch man. I'm like, bro, why? You, I'm like, why is this guy slide tackling at five four, bro? Five five, so funny, yo, bro. Maxi was uh, unbelievable. That guy, yo, if he was on your team, you're winning. Cause we used to have like a table, and like the bottom five guys would have to buy lunch for the team. I'm like, bro, I need Maxi on my team, bro. I never lost, <laughs> never lost, bro. <laughs> so that oh, was that's awesome. awesome. So which one do you? Which one do you want? All right. I'll go, yeah. I'll, I'll go to West Coast, but I'm I'm, I'm a I start. Sensi. I start. Oh, I start first. You start first last time. That was my. I, that was my pick too. I'm going Cincy over Vancouver. I'm going Cincy over Vancouver. I just think you know the Whitecaps. They've been on a good run, but I, I just think since you've got it. I think. Oof. I know the other two suck. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna pick Nashville over Toronto. Honey Mukhtar is too good, bro. Yeah, that's that's a tough he one. He has a hundred. He has a he has like ninety eight goal contributions in a hundred games. It's absurd. And Nashville's not even like a ball playing team. Like he literally, he back. He's like Harry Kane. He backpacks that team, bro. He literally backpacks that team. Oh, and then they, they, I guess they work hard defensively. So the least are coming out with a win or a, or a tie. I don't know if they'll lose in TFC. I'll take a draw between Montreal and Minnesota. And then okay. here are the CPL games. So you get to choose two of these. I get to choose one. So okay. Valor versus Forge in Winnipeg. Mm. Atletico versus Vancouver FC in Ottawa. Halifax versus Cavalry in Nova Scotia in Halifax. And then Pacific versus York at Pacific. <laughs> I'm a pick. That Atletico Ottawa over Vancouver. Vancouver. Okay. Um, I am going to take da, 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 da. you know what? I'm gonna take Forge over Valor away. Okay. And then I'm gonna take Calvary over Halifax. Away. All right. There we yeah. go. Those are the I'm picks. Honestly, I, I'm staying away from Pacific and New York. Like, both of them, I'm <laughs> yeah. just staying the fuck bro, away. Bro, they, they, they be going like this, bro, up in oh, crazy. Well, we already talked about Pacific. Pacific can't seem to keep the ball out of their net. And York just seemed to be getting results out of the blue sometimes because they just – That goal, bro, goal of the year so far. Unreal. I'm sorry, G. I'm sorry. I know you're standing on your head and stuff right now, G, but 40 yards – 
You got to give it to him. It's not like that's a tip your cap moment. Yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> like you were supposed to save it anyway. So no. <laughs> that's crazy. And you explained it perfectly. He's like, if he shoots, it goes over the net. Uh, whatever. They tie the game. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Like, it was one of those ones where I just don't hit someone and have them counter. Like, just anything with that. Yeah. Because I was looking at the guys that were up. There was only one York guy back and, like, three guys on court. It's like, damn. But what a strike. But, yes, what, this has been episode 18, 17, 18? 18. 18. Wow. Flying through these. Obviously, we got to be more – I'm going to be more consistent. I've just been, obviously, traveling. And driving seven and a half hours in one day, kind of just like, nah, I'm not trying to do this shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, happy that you're enjoying your new job. That's, yeah. that's another plus. And I've been, the one clip you put up of you and your brother talking about uh, Mother's Day, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that shit. I was genuinely laughing. I was like, damn. It's like, y'all are the worst. One, per- <laughs> one person, he's like, yo, you going to cook? He's like, yeah, I am. Maybe like, yo, did you get a gift? Like, nah. <laughs> so, yo, so, yo. Uh, y'all y'all on the same page. That's that's just, that is what life is like growing up. That's like our household, man. That's like, it's not even just like us. That's my extended family. So when we get together, it is like, it's it sharpen your knives and be ready to go because it's going to be a fucking knife fight. Just darts being thro- thrown at you from everywhere yeah. and you got you to gotta defend yourself and oh it's so much fun yeah. like i really i really enjoyed the clips bro i really enjoyed the clips you guys seen like not just your brother like obviously the rest of the guys like, you guys seem close obviously you see you watch them play a lot of times so that's dope yeah. man yeah, well we 100%. like i mean mateo like i grew up with mateo and his family yeah like like we've known each other like our whole lives like it's kind of crazy yeah. to think about it now but yeah no it's um it was good i i, I obviously really enjoyed the interview um yeah. i'm actually going to watch those guys today they're oh really here in a couple okay. hours yeah so they're play. I actually have no idea who they play, but how are they doing in the league? They're doing okay. Oh, you know what? This is one other thing. This is this is something that needs to be brought up. Mm. Um, they're doing they're doing well. I think they're at the top, but they can't field their best eleven because League One BC has put in a rule that so many players under the age of twenty three need to be on the field at one time. They put in a rule that so many players under the age of 19 have to be on the roster. So a group of players who have just gone in. So the lineup they played against Valor and Pacific they are can't not play allowed in the, in the league. Yet, yet BC League One are going to take on and go, wow, look at this fucking story. If it was up to them, they wouldn't even be able to fucking do it. That's crazy. Like, I, didn't know that was, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I don't know if that's a thing absurd. in League One Ontario. It's not. It's not. They have League yeah. One reserves. It's not a fucking thing. Like you're giving you you provide this opportunity exactly for those guys who are mm-hmm. older and want to still play at a high level. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get signed. Maybe they don't. But they're mm-hmm. committed to doing that. And yeah. you're literally telling them, "Well, not all of you can do it. Go mm-hmm. fuck yourselves." Honestly, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, League One BC do better, man. Do Bunch better. of fucking just like just like just like the CPL got to take away the U twenty one minutes, bro. If you're good, if you're old, if you're if you're old enough, to, if you're good enough, then you're old enough, bro. That's what there I mean. You go. Sorry, hundred percent. But if you're 100%. yeah, if you're good enough, you're old enough, dog. Fuck well, because part of shit, the problem bro. that I'm seeing now is like there are certain clubs in League One who are now going to find youth players mm-hmm. from other clubs because they don't have a foundation to build within that for an under nineteen kid, and you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? 
they're fucking youth players. Let them play. If, if they're good enough and they're going to come up and they're going to train all the time and Hey, mm-hmm. you know what? You're doing really well in training. We want to bring you on the bench mm-hmm. and you introduce it that way. I completely mm-hmm. understand, but that's not mm-hmm. what they're doing because they, they're, they have these rules they have to abide by. It's fucking mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah. They go on BC do better. West coast do better. Maybe you guys need some snow. Maybe you guys will get a little tough. You'll <laughs> understand. Need to build some, yeah, good luck. Good luck building enough domes. You know how expensive that shit would be? Yeah. Welcome to Ontario. Dome in every, everything, bro. Yeah, I know. Just think, just think every about field. every every dome is going to cost 50 mil for the land itself. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, episode 18. Enjoyed this. This really felt like us just chatting shit about soccer in general, yo. And I enjoyed it. There's a lot more to come. Um, we're going to try and get a women's national team player. Are you going to ask? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to some people because, yeah. honestly, like I want to preview the World Cup, especially with that 100%. camp, too, with mm-hmm. with Janine being hurt and stuff and how they're kind of adapting to it. Like, it'd be a really mm-hmm. unique thing. Um, mm-hmm. And also just, just to talk about what that process and what that pathway looks like and, mm-hmm. and what and what they're looking for now in the future, right? Like, mm-hmm. a huge learning opportunity. So it'll be really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to reach out to a couple people as well, and even if even if I can get some American national team players, like I'll try my best with, with that with that one as well. And um, yeah, um, definitely more interviews, and then we can record them, and then obviously post like when we have like another episode, like pre-record and then post them. But yeah. for the most part, eighteen. Wow seems it seems it seems like it was it's not a lot but like the episodes that we've had have been top quality like definitely guys that we definitely could bring back on though yeah it's 100 percent. yeah but yeah now guys that's a wrap uh once again top bin talks presented to you by ftf canada i'm one of your co-hosts kwame Wu, and that is mr adam jones <laughs>